0: Coming out of this podcast Just a man Doing the best he can with what he got I am a little under the weather So I know I sound like dog shit right now I apologize But the show must go on And today man Let's just hop into it It's a dark day in America Real talk I mean I talked about this on a previous podcast I thought it was a little ways off I didn't see it was going to happen this quick But apparently The Supreme Court Is poised to overturn Roe versus Wade via a political article that came out this weekend. Man, let me tell y'all, bro. I don't know if you're gonna wake up in America if they overturn Roe versus Wade. This is not a good look, whatsoever, guys. Let me tell you now, like this ain't what you want. You 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 don't want this, man. Like this has long-reaching implications for everybody. Once you start overturning Roe versus Wade, my next question is, what's next, bro? What what what's next? Uh, a lot of y'all don't know Roe versus Wade was attached to the Fourteenth Amendment because of privacy issues. And it, when you think about it, now, abortion is a privacy issue, bro. At its core, it's definitely a privacy issue. It's a medical privacy privacy issue. Every medical act, bro, done by a doctor at a hospital is a privacy issue. And, like, you shouldn't force anybody to not get a medical procedure or have it. It's like, man, look. It's like me saying, yo, every 40-year-old man has to disclose if he had a prostate exam or not. If you over 40 and you ain't had that finger in your booty, then you're going to jail. Like, no, that'd be stupid. Like, why, why do I care? Like, on a macro level, I should care about everybody's health, but Making a law about somebody's health is stupid. It's an overreach of government, dog. And that's basically what this abortion law is, the anti-abortion law is. you tell a woman what she can't do with her body. Like, it, it ain't gonna fly, bro. Like, once again, what's next? Are you gonna overturn interracial marriage, bro? Like, ah. <laughs> uh, because essentially it's none of your business, bro, what a woman's doing. None of your damn business. It's like... How would you know if a woman was getting an abortion or not? Unless you were sticking your nose somewhere it did not belong. Like dead ass. A woman could be getting an abortion right now. It literally does not affect you. At all. At all. Like the argument for being against abortion is literally is it hurt my feelings. As I said on a previous podcast, man. Y'all let y'all feelings dictate things. But now, feelings of only 30% of Americans, may I add, 70% 70% of Americans are pro-choice. 30% of Americans are pro-life. Which, yo, let me just stop right there for a second, man. Because these, like, the titles are stupid as hell, man. Right? Because most of the people that are pro-life are against free lunch, against, like, any socialized health care against welfare programs and entitlement programs but they pro-life because they want you to have a baby by force which is dumb as fuck and on the flip side being pro-choice really doesn't mean you're pro-abortion it really doesn't though like being pro-choice means that the option is there here's the thing about being pro-choice me being a Pro-choice guy, that doesn't mean that I want everybody To have an abortion, just because I'm pro-choice Don't mean I got, I'm saying like, yo, every woman Now, she's forced to go have An abortion But the flip side is is, is is True though, like, if you're pro-life You're forcing every woman to have a baby Maybe against her will But me being pro-choice is not forcing the woman To have a baby against her will, or have an abortion Now, this political Article was really Talking about, um And I don't know how this happened like for the first time in ever There's a Supreme Court leak So we saw like The draft um, opinions Of the majority On the court And what they said was basically In the Mississippi abortion states right Case they're gonna kick back All the abortions and make it a State's right issue so every state Can decide Their abortion laws and let me tell you You don't want that doubt. You need like federal protections for this. Well, for, for a lot of things, guys, you need federal protections because, uh, look, man, the United States of America is essentially 50 little countries, bro. Like, cultures change from state to state. We like to pretend like everybody's united in America, but it is not, dog. Like, the United States is big as hell, it's essentially 50 little countries. And every little state you go to, man, the culture becomes different. So you need a federal protection because you have, like, some wingnuts or some people in a state who are in control that would just shoot off and do some crazy-ass shit, man. You know, you got to think slavery was a state's rights thing. What about state's rights? Like, yo, bro, there's a lot of states that want that. Same thing with integrated marriage. It was a state's rights thing, man. Like, some things you don't want the state having options about, bro. <laughs> you, you don't need that. You don't want that you need federal protections and abortion is one of those things too the most jankiest thing is how this all happened like we saw this happening like during my lifetime of being like aware of politics man we saw this happening like the conservative the evangelical conservative movement has made a conservative effort to make abortion their top line issue and a litmus test to be a conservative which i would argue is so damn contradictory man like How can you be for less government intervention in somebody's life and then be like, yo, but you gotta have a baby? Like, forcing somebody to do something with their body has to be like a gross overstep of the government. It has to be. But they made that a number one issue and a litmus test for a lot of conservatives. And a lot of religious people do believe abortion is wrong. But I will tell you right now, I don't believe that the government should be ran based on any religion. Let me just go back to the fact that y'all don't really care though, man. Like, y'all don't really care about abortion. You don't. Like, you don't really care. Like, modern politics has just become, man, cultural shit. Like, at its core, nobody really cares what somebody else is doing in their free time. They, they really don't. It's, it's not an a issue that affects you personally. And FYI, abortions are not going to stop. Before Roe versus Wade, there were abortions. There was back alley abortions, man. Women were doing unhealthy things to terminate pregnancies. So what you just basically did now is you just made abortion a thing for women with means. So, like, it's important. To plan out when you're gonna have a baby because let me go ahead and say it man, a baby is a financial boondoggle. Like, you're gonna be throwing money at a baby for the rest of your life. You cannot get financially secure if you have a baby out of wedlock or not even out of wedlock, unplanned. Like, people having babies out of wedlock all damn time and they're doing great because they got a financial um, stability. But if you're not like financially stable, or you're not planning it as a pop up pregnancy. That can ruin your whole life. And in today's economy, man, yo, having the option to choose when you're going to start a family is invaluable. Totally invaluable. Right? Which goes to the other contradiction that conservatives say. They they don't want nobody to, to leech off the government. They don't want no strain on the government. But what do you think is going to happen if you get all these forced pregnancies, man? And people are not able to plan. Like, what is the next step after I can't do family planning, right? What's the next step? So if you're telling me now I got to have this baby, I feel like if the government, the state government is saying, look, you got to have that baby, then the state government, goddamn damn, they be responsible if you take away my other options. Now, some of y'all might hit me with, you, you had an option not to have sex. Come on, dog. That's not realistic, dog. Like, listen to yourself. What if the contraception doesn't work? What if the condom break? The birth control pill didn't work. To no fault of your own. But you're forcing me to have this baby. I feel like the government needs to step in and pay for everything, right? And yo, let me hit y'all with something, man. Seriously, like dead serious that y'all don't think about, man. Sometimes abortions are needed for medical reasons. Like sometimes the life of the mom is threatened by carrying the baby to conception. Like sometimes abortion has to be done in weird times because the mom might die if she has birth. Like how do you make that decision, dude, as a woman? As a woman, I'm here, right? You already got to make a terribly tough decision. But now you're telling me if there's no exceptions, that yo, you just gotta have that baby and you gotta die. What, what if I'm like the husband? Like, how do I decide to choose my unborn baby or my wife's life? How, how do I make that decision if there ain't no exceptions? When honestly, it's not nobody's goddamn business but me and my wife, not yours. Like, bro, how do you make that decision seriously if there's no exceptions? Like this Alito opinion suggests Like they are really swinging for the fences There's no exceptions And what if I was raped Right What if I was raped against my will Cause that's the most damning thing about this Alito Opinion too That It would damn near cut out The exceptions For rape or incest So what did I do then Right And (sighs) I know some women are anti-abortion too But this is a majority of men though Making this decision about women Men who don't have to worry about getting raped Man, I swear for cheese and crackers If rape was a man issue If men had to worry about getting pregnant by being raped Man, abortion would be legal Totally legal Like seriously If men had to worry about like everywhere you go around Like some dude's gonna take you to a back alley To have his way with you, overpower you And bend you over the table and possibly impregnate you, abortion be legal. They'll be like, oh, no, no, we can't have that. But no, you got a majority of basically men who don't have to worry about this deciding what's right for women. I got a problem with that, bruh. And you should too. Because what's next? Like, really, I'm telling you, man, what is next, bruh? Whew. Yo, man, I ain't gonna talk too much about this, man. Um, I just want to say this is a dark day in America. If this happens. And if this happens, man, uh, what's next? I say again, man, like, this is probably gonna be like the blueprint of how they're gonna take away y'all guns, too, man. Y'all keep looking at this abortion thing, I'm telling you. (laughs) Don't be surprised, man, with your guns next. But, uh, yeah. Justice Alito wrote the majority opinion piece for. uh, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. The dark day in America. Yo, if you like the Common Knowledge Podcast, check out The Random Show. hosted with me and the homie, Alex Lex Calibre hunter On The Random Show, we talk about random shit. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. At random. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B. Random. You know how I always tell y'all, man, cancel culture ain't real? You know what? I was wrong. Cancel culture is real. But it ain't the cancel culture you guys think. It ain't this faux free speech thing that y'all hoping Elon Musk gonna come to Twitter and fix. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that, That ain't the problem. That ain't the cancellation. The problem we got in America right now is the banning of books. Yeah, that's the real council culture, man. You got a mostly conservative push, like Republicans, conservatives, pushing to ban books from school. Like the the same folks that push this council culture nonsense and tell you, man, they're being canceled and I ain't got no freedom of speech. Oh, man, yeah, you can't say anything. Are the same people out here banning books, bro. Banning books from school? No, they can't read that. (laughs) 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 Freedom of speech (laughs) makes no damn sense. If y'all really thought cancel culture was a thing, man, y'all need to be relevant against this. And here's the thing: I looked up some of these books, man, just to see like what was the issues. And I ain't gonna lie, man. Most of it is because y'all homophobic. Yeah. In the year I lower, 2022, y'all still scared of gay people. Y'all banning books from school because it has some kind of hint of gayness. And my question is, you think there ain't no gay folks in school? Like Seriously, in your child's school right now, wherever your child goes to school at, whether it's in the deepest of the South, or up North, West Coast, East Coast, anywhere around the four corners of America, you do you do do you think there ain't no gay people? In your child's class. Do you think like having books. With any inkling of gayness. Is going to make your child gay. Like seriously. Because if that's what you're thinking man. You got some backwater thinking. You need to like really check yourself. Right one of the books that are banned. Are All Boys Aren't Blue. That deals with homophobia in New Jersey. Banned. Gender queer. Banned. Lime Boy. By Jonathan Evans. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's also an Alex Award winner. The honor is given annually to books that are written for adults that have special appeal to young adults. But a Texas parent complained that this is, this kind of age novel is about a Mexican-American character's journey to understanding his own sexuality. See? 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 <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Anything homophobic, man, they banned it, bro. Like, yo, (laughs) what y'all supposed to be about freedom of speech? God. The Hate You Give, banned. Angie Thomas's book, The Hate You Give, inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement, so you know that got to be banned off top. And about a teen girl who is the only witness to her friend's fatal shooting by a police officer, banned. Can't have no books about, like, the lived experience of black people in America. Because, you know, that don't exist. <laughs> Out of the Darkness. Ashley Hope Perez novel, Out of the Darkness, set in the 1937 New London School Explosion in, in East Texas, is a loose retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Here, a Mexican girl and a black boy fall in love breaking the laws and social norms regarding interracial romance at the time. Oh, bad. <laughs> bad in Georgia for explicit content. <sighs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. What Girls Are Made Of? What Girls Are Made Of was a National Book Award finalist and is described as a challenging work that invites readers to look within themselves and explore their own identities and imperfections. By the foundation judges, one notes that a strong backbone of feminist mythology gives the novel an extra layer of depth and pain. Bad. Can't be talking about abortion and feminism. But once again, we're supposed to be about free speech. Cancel culture is a problem. But once again, the main folks telling y'all that council culture is a problem you need to be scared of council culture and freedom of speech on Twitter You, you, you can't say nothing are the same people banning books. Mostly about marginalized people people of color women and that LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters. Kind of makes you think, man. Maybe free speech and council culture ain't the problem. I'm just saying, maybe something else is the problem. I, I, I don't know. But well, you know, at least we got Elon Musk. that's going to fix everything on Twitter, right? Yeah, that shit's doomed. And let me come back and tell you why I think it's doomed. Have you ever listened to the Common Knowledge Podcast and be like, damn, DJ L. Spade, I wish you would talk more about music? But well, yo, I got you covered. Check out the Secret House Against the World podcast on YouTube. Hosted by the homie Robinson Mega. Or Mega Robinson, if you please. Co-hosted with me and the homie Jed Axel, we talk about new releases in the hip-hop sphere. Basically underground, because that's their taste preferences. But yo, if you want to know what I think about music, check out Secret House Against the World on YouTube. That Secret House Against the World and would have to be the most expensive midlife crisis by ever, Elon Musk is uh, maybe going to buy Twitter for $42 billion. Hey, yo, when this happened, like, last week, I made a post on Facebook saying, yo, Twitter is doomed. And, man, people came for me. They came for me. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> And I'm just saying now, look, let me just start this off by saying I'm not a financial expert. I'm not a billionaire, right? I'm a dude who's talking on the internet, but I don't think that excludes me from having an opinion because the rebuttal to every argument you make about this, and I guess it has to be in this good old capitalist society we live in, is, well, how much money you have? You don't have any money. You're not a billionaire. Elon Musk has a billion dollars. I'm like, yeah, dude, he's second-generation money, which I don't really respect. Like, dead ass, I don't respect second-generation money. Like, yo, you can have money, but you ain't not get it yourself. I don't respect that shit. Elon Musk's second-generation money, bro. Like, think about all the opportunities and stuff he's privy to because his parents had money. And could set him up, dawg. Like, so you don't get credit for me. Oh. And, that, and that's a lot of you guys' problem, man. Y'all equate money to intelligence when money really gets your opportunity, dog. Like, y- y'all kill me with that shit. But, in this a good old capitalist society. Y'all feel like, yo, if you ain't got enough, if you ain't got as much money as the person you're criticizing, then you cannot criticize. So let me just say that, man. I know I don't have as much money as Elon Musk, but here's my opinion on him buying Twitter. This shit's doomed. <laughs> the shit's doomed, dog. It's doomed in so many ways. First, honestly, I don't think he's gonna buy Twitter. Because of SEC rules and how he did the funding for this. So people ask why do you think it's due? Well, once again, not a financial expert, but since I've been getting into like the stock market and trying to get my finances in order. What Elon Musk did was he margined off his Tesla stock in order to buy, in order to get enough money to buy Twitter. So what that basically means is now Twitter is connected to Tesla. And for the last 10 to 15 years, Twitter has been overvalued and has been losing money. Yes, been losing money. So using Tesla stock to buy something that's losing money is not a good look because if Twitter goes down, Tesla stock is going to go down too. And Tesla is like one of the number one stocks in the stock market, bro. Like you got a potential if it's crashing everything if Tesla goes down, right? And losing value on that but let me say elon musk does deserve the benefit of the doubt like he is a good businessman yeah you know before tesla started people was like electric cars they ain't never gonna work and he found a way to make this junk work i'm just saying and people called him crazy for that too people call elon musk crazy for doing tesla right but there's a reason why folks said it's crazy. It didn't look good on paper. So maybe Elon must see something with Twitter I don't see. But I'm just saying how I look at it. I don't know why you would leverage your Tesla stock to buy Twitter. And he said it's not about money. He said that. It's not about money. It's about free speech, which is... I'm going to get to that in a minute because that's dumb as hell. Like I always say, you guys don't know what free speech really means. But... He said it's not about money. So why would you spend $42 billion, what was it, $41, $42 billion on something that you're not trying to make money on? It's crazy, bro. It makes no sense. Doomed. Now, let's be honest, man. One of the main reasons why this whole Twitter thing is going to be doomed is the free speech notion. Like... <laughs> For some reason, people think that like now that Elon Musk is gonna buy his Twitter, that it's gonna be this white man utopia where a white man can say anything he wants without redress or consequences. Man, I can finally say what I want to say without fear of retaliation or censorship or legal sanction. Hey, yo, that ain't gonna be the case, bro. The gang gotta have rules, man. Like if you think that you a dumbass, Twitter is gonna have some terms in agreement. That you're going to have to agree to. And if you break those terms in agreement. They're going to kick your ass off. Like. I don't know what Elon must line is going to be. But there's always a line bro. Like yo. There's always a line. And if you cross the line. You're going to be put back in line. Like yo. The thing about freedom of speech right. Here's the thing. You can say whatever the hell you want to say. Nobody is stopping you from saying what you want to say. It's just the consequences. Are you willing to take the consequences behind your words? Your words have consequences, my guy. (laughs) You just can't say whatever the hell you want to say. And nothing happens, right? And I'm telling y'all, that's not going to be the case over Twitter. So let's just say, yo, Elon Musk takes over Twitter. And yo, now it's true free speech. (laughs) I can articulate my opinions and ideas without fear of retaliation. Right? And I started telling you, you know what? I feel like being Nazis is great. Being a Nazi is great. Nazism is awesome. Right? Now, here's the thing. I feel like you should have a right to be a racist Nazi asshole if you want to. And if Elon Musk says being a you know, talking about being a racist Nazi asshole on Twitter is okay, then that's okay. But the company is going to have to be private. What she's talking about doing. Like, the company is going to have to be private. You cannot be a public company and have all that bullshit, right? So he's going to have to make the company private and maybe subscription-based. But I ain't going to lie, dog. Most of us used to getting this social media shit for free. (laughs) Like, so I don't know you're going to get, like, People to pay $5 a month to go to a website where the Nazis are going to be hanging out at. Like, seriously, I don't know if you're going to do that. You know, if you know, every time you go to Twitter, it's going to be a chance you see some incendiary, racist, homophobic, Nazi rhetoric because, hey, free speech is okay. You can say whatever you want to say. You know? I don't know if you're going to get a lot of people they are going to just go and pay for that. Like yo, let me go pay to abuse myself. <laughs> like yo, that's not going to be a viable business model in my opinion. However, I could be totally wrong, man. Maybe Elon Musk got this whole thing right. I'm just saying though, I don't see myself paying for a site that doesn't have moderation. And that's the thing, man. Elon Musk just jumped into the moderation game. Like, yo, I I <sighs> Every social media site has moderation and have rules. Like, yo, the number one social media site right now is TikTok. And that John is heavily moderated. Like, does stuff slip past the cracks? Of course it does, man. But heavily moderated. You can't like do a lot of stuff on TikTok and it's number one right now. So having like less moderation on Twitter, I don't know if that's gonna be like the be all, you know, savior of this site to make it turn a profit. You know? Now, once again, Elon Musk do have some great ideas about Twitter. Like, the obvious one that anybody could have told you is have an edit button. Yo, you know, UI, UX. I think Elon Musk going to come in there, man. It's going to blow it out the water, man. But, yo, this free speech thing is going to kill him, dog. Like, yo, free speech. Here's the thing about free speech, man. Y'all, people of shit. Like, people will clamor about, yo, Twitter needs free speech. While America right now is banning and talking about burning books, (laughs) so you for free speech, but you can't even have books. Like, are you really for free speech if if you can't even have books? Bass, awkward. I don't get it, dog. This junk is doomed. But honestly, man, I don't think like Elon Musk is gonna buy this junk, dog. Once again, I think this was a a midlife crisis, and what can you buy the man? Who has everything. Fuck it. Let me buy Twitter. That's basically what happened, dog. I feel like, yo, Elon Musk is just flexing on us, dog. He's like, look, I'm going to show y'all I can buy Twitter if I want to. In the midst of all this, man, I think we're missing the real question, though. And the real question is, how does one man have $42 billion, dog? (laughs) Yo! (laughs) Yo! Ain't nobody answered that? One man got over $40 billion to go buy a website? One man? funded it by himself? Really? The country's about to hit a recession. Wages are at an all-time low. You can't get minimum wage up to $15 everywhere. But this man got over $40 billion laying around just to go buy a plaything. Just, Just something to play with, bruh. Not even this real business. Just, just just basically doing venture capitalism with billions. <laughs> yo! <laughs> One man. $42 billion, bruh. $42 billion. Yo, don't worry about it. I got that. I got that. I'll come up with it. Fun in this himself, bruh. Y'all don't think that shows like a fundamental breakdown in our system? Seriously? Like, yo, no billionaire gets a billion dollars without leeching off the system, dude. Like, because no billionaire has their own roads, their own infrastructure. They're using, like, world government's infrastructures, man, and just benefit off of it. But the thing with the American tax system is, once you get over $30 million, you out. Like, dude has been skirting taxes. Dude is against unions. Like, bruh. (laughs) Yo. You got forty-two million dollars to buy Twitter, bro. Everybody should be getting a raise, bro. Say they were Bezos, man. Like, yo, dog, you going to space? Now you mad? They they unionizing at Amazon? Oh. And before I go, let let me just say this: When Russia invaded Ukraine, we put sanctions on Russia. And one of the main things we did was sanction the Russian oligarchs, right? And the oligarchs are basically just the billionaires in Russia, right? And the reason why we sanctioned those oligarchs was, like, the thinking was, yo, we'll cut off all these billionaires in Russia's money because these billionaires can influence the government and that'll make Putin do right. The power is with the oligarchs, the billionaires. Let's cut their money out. When are we gonna do that in America? I mean, seriously, when are we gonna do that in America? When are we gonna start attacking the American oligarchs, your Zuckerbergs, your Bezoses, your Musks, your Cokes. You see, one thing the American oligarchs pulled on y'all. And this is the greatest trick they ever pulled. They made y'all think they're populists. populist. Like, they just like us. And they ain't nothing like us, bro. Like, y'all really think that Elon Musk care about this shit? He don't really care, bruh. Like, Elon Musk is playing both sides of the fence. Dude that made the greenest electric car that got liberals' panties wet. And now he got all the right-wingers talking about freedom of speech, bruh. Has been made a de facto demigod. Like seriously, as we get away from like religion as a country and as a world, man, we start looking for other, other things to prop up, man. And with the lack of face of uh, institutions, like we find people, and like it seems like we go into the billionaires. Like yo, Elon Musk is gonna save the day. Is he? I don't think the man really care that much, bro. Like. I don't think dude's a Democrat or a Republican. I think he's down for whatever side's gonna help him get more money, bro. That's what I think, man. Like, I'm not holding Elon Musk up as like a beacon of freedom and truth. And yes, he's gonna come give me free speech. But like all the oligarchs, man, y'all think these folks like really care about y'all and they regular people. It's kind of like how Trump got in. Like, yo, he's a regular guy. He he can relate to the average man. I Yeah, you're right. Just a thought. <laughs> Coming out of this podcast, updated weekly. I apologize for my voice sounding crackly. I've been under the weather. Check out my show "Secret House Against the World" on YouTube with the homie uh Robinson Mega Jet Axel. Also, check out my music on Spotify. <laughs> Greatly appreciate that man. Been doing great numbers on Spotify. Yo, if you need me for any uh production too, hey, hit your boy up. On the Instagram, that's at DJL Spade. Also on Twitter, that Elon Musk just bought, at DJL Spade. Not really on there that much, but hit your boy up. I got gotcha. you. Peace. Yo, DJL Spade here. Asking y'all take a second after you listen to my podcast and go check out my new album, El Spade 2. Got over 200,000 streams on Spotify and over 100,000 streams on Apple Music right now. I think you will like it. Check it out. Tim, what you think about it? Hit me up on Instagram at DJL Spade. Follow me on Facebook at DJL Spade. Follow me on Twitter. I bet you can guess at DJL Spade. <laughs> Peace.